0: Hello
1: and welcome to In My Shoes. It is a podcast for women of color where we talk about our issues that we're facing every day. We tell our stories in a safe space. And I am your host, Karen Davis Thompson. And I am super excited if y'all could see what I see. I'm so happy. So it's a Wednesday night. And I think I've told you this before that during the pandemic, Clubhouse was giving me life. And I joined one of the groups that was for crafters. And um, I interviewed the the young lady who started that group. And one of the things we did in there was we started accountability groups. And I joined with five other women. We all live in different parts of the United States. We had never met before. And uh, the six of us are now like sisters. We have seen each other through loss, through surgery, through sickness, um, you know, kids growing up having a baby. We've been through all of that together since the pandemic. And so I wanted to introduce you to them today and to talk about um, how we can dispel that myth. You know, we talk on In My Shoes about some of the stereotypes that we as women of color deal with. And one of those is that we um, as women and then as women of color are not always supportive of one another. So I wanted you guys to meet my accountability partners. They are Miss T. We call her T. We have Dr. Liz. We have Toya. Courtney and Melissa. Hey y'all. Hey. hey. Hello. Hey girl. Hey. hey. I was gonna say, can hey. y'all sound excited to be talking to me? I'm just saying. <laughs> we always excited to be talking. Hey girl. To hey. hey. Why, are you <laughs> Why <are you> tripping? <laughs> Why are you tripping? I know, right? So actually, guys, we are actually in our accountability group meeting. We meet every Wednesday, and I think maybe we've missed a Wednesday, maybe or there was a Wednesday where we got on for a few minutes and said, y'all. I'm tired and then somebody else will say me too and we may not be on as long but we can be on until well into the wee hours of the morning midnight one o'clock in the morning um so we are actually taking some time from our accountability time and so what it is is we meet once a week and we are on one another about making sure that we are taking care of our black-owned business we all have small businesses uh, around crafting in some way and uh, we just are here to encourage each other. So uh, let's get into this conversation a little bit. So explain to me, who am I going to ask? Toya. And Toya, are you chewing, girl? Because Toya is the only person I know who can eat and don't seem to gain no God thing on weight. You ready, Toya? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So Toya, what prompted you to join Clubhouse and to join that group that we uh, were all in, and then that's how we ultimately met? clubhouse I'm
2: not so sure I guess because it was this quiet thing that everybody was talking about but nobody can get into it and you couldn't figure out how you could get into it so I was just like what are you guys talking about like oh you got this? this secret way to get in and I was like oh, okay and then like eventually a friend was like I can let you in I was like okay whatever and um opened it up and it was just like basically a nice way to almost be a voyeur and just kind of listen to people talk about any and everything. And because I am a crafter, I don't know how I even came across, um, I don't know how I came across the room. Um, Cause I don't follow, I didn't follow the room on Facebook at first. So it's not like I knew about it, but maybe I think when you set up your uh, clubhouse and you put in like your interest, I think it must've popped up that way. And because I knew no one else, I knew absolutely no one else in the in the room. So it wasn't like it popped up through someone else. So I joined it. Um, of course, the name of it said Brown. So I knew it was for uh, Melanated Sisters. And I enjoyed it. And I joined definitely the accountability group because when I'm undisciplined, and I know that about myself. <laughs> and so I was excited to come across other women who were interested in you know, the same kind of like craft that I was and like a paper, a a paper craft, which um, you don't come across a lot of people who are into a type of paper craft. I mean, planning and journals aren't a paper craft, but it has to do with paper. And I'm a lover of all things paper. So
1: that's my my little tidbit (laughs) yo this is hilarious so we're on zoom and if y'all could see t all over the floor taking pictures doing whatever she's doing over there is cracking me up anyway so (laughs) (laughs) courtney how about you what was it that attracted you i know right she's trying to get this angle right for this picture she's taking (laughs) for this cup she's working on um courtney how about you what
0: was it that drew you to clubhouse and to this group in particular Well, first for Clubhouse, it was like Toya said, it was this exclusive thing everybody was talking about. So I finally got my invite and said, let me go over here and be nosy and see what they are talking about. And yeah, it was a little bit of everything, a little bit of mess, a little helpfulness. Um, And this is around the time I decided, well, I think I want to start a crafting business. So I just started searching crafting and my sister was on here also as well and she does crafting. So she, I think she invited me to the club and I was just sit there and listen like, oh my God, how did I find a crafting group on an audio app? But I managed to stick with it and the opportunity presented itself like everything just aligned for me to meet up with you all. I agree. I think it was um, it was meant for
1: the for the six of us to meet um, and to form this this sisterhood um, from from Clubhouse, like just from some social media that I think, you know, I'm not that Clubhouse isn't still big. I don't know. But um, at the time, you know, with COVID, it was this new thing. And you're right. So it was kind of like you had to have an invite to get in because you had to have an iPhone and the whole bit. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, that's kind of what drew me to it as well. And it was something that I could listen to while I was working, because even though it was COVID, uh, we were we were working from home. So it gave me something to kind of listen to while I was doing um, my work, while I was writing. So I enjoyed that. Uh, and so Melissa, you get into this group with these five women that you don't know from a hole in the wall. Um, and what did you think was going to happen in this group? Um, at what point did you feel like this is more than just uh, women who are held holding each other accountable, we are becoming friends and, and I feel like sisters, at least to me. So what was it? When did you, you know, what did you think we, okay, she go, I'm gonna put on blast. What did you think of us when we first got into this group?
3: Well, I was a little suspect, like all of these women together, please don't add anyone else to our group because we don't want anyone else, you know? And I felt like the icebreaker was when Courtney changed the background to to pink. I think initially it was like black or the neutral color that Facebook usually has. So with the change of the color, it kind of like, I think it brought life to the group, Um, but also just meeting you guys and learning everything that you guys do and basically learning that we all enjoy doing journals, whether it's creating journals or publishing journals. Um, so I really like that, but I was kind of suspect as, at first, like, oh my gosh, I do not know these ladies and <laughs> I don't know what to expect, but I kept the faith, you know, we had a passing like right away. So that kind of put a um. Had us bond with each other. Um, that's when Liz's family member passed away, so we kind of like got close together. We started um, creating a, a gift idea to send to her so that she could feel, you know, supported by us. And then I just really liked hanging out with you guys, talking to you guys. It was never any judgment, um, mm-hmm. and we all shared information. I knew at the beginning. When you guys were talking about actually cutting paper and a whole punching paper, I was like, oh my gosh, these ladies are crazy. <laughs> but besides that, um, when we all figured out that we all like journaling, but we also do other things for our businesses, you know, that really intrigued me and wanted to know more about you guys. So I still love you guys from like day one. <laughs> There's never a dull moment with us either.
1: I know there's never a dull moment. And I do think that, uh, you know, one of the things I want people to take away from listening to this is, um, you know, the beauty of finding an accountability group, if you can, because I think we all need that encouragement. But just the fact that we were able to come together and dispel that myth. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that or how you feel about that. Liz, I'll ask you what you think. Um, That a lot of times we as women have this, this competition more so than, uh, helping each other. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, I've, I've seen it on Facebook where it's like, you know, be the sister that um, helps the, you know, the sister whose crown is crooked to straighten it or something like that. I know I'm messing up how it's, how it's said, but just the sentiment is, you know, don't be that sister that's judgmental. Be the one that walks over and say, Hey babe, it's a little crooked. Let me help you out. So um, have you ever heard that before Liz? And, and what did you think of joining this group of women that you didn't know from, from
4: Adam? I have heard that before, you know, be the the person that straightened another woman's crown, you know, without uh, criticizing them. And I, you know, so often you want to be a part of something like that. Uh, How often you actually accomplish it is not very often. And so for me with this group, you get that, you know, you're like, hey, your slip is showing or, or so let me pull you to the carpet and let you know in a private moment so that you are not embarrassed, so that you get what you need for me without feeling, you know, like inadequate. And that's what this group uh, brings for me. And like Melissa said, we bonded pretty quickly because of the death in my family and, you know, my with my uh, father-in-law. And it's like we had just started, we just met. And to know that I had these uh, brown women that were supporting me and supportive of me and my family early. It just kind of brought some comfort that you just feel like they didn't have to do this. This is not something they had to do. This is something they chose to do and want to do. Um, so I, I, I off the bat knew this was a great group, great group of women. We all have our strengths, weaknesses. We laugh. We joke. It is constant. And once you realize that we were contacting each other outside of our normal Wednesday hours. It was kind of cool because it's like you have people to bounce things off of all the time. You have a look at this or make a joke or so. You know, it just really turned into something so great that I'm really proud to be part of. It.
1: I know what you mean. I think we send more messages throughout the day. We have a um, a, um, a messenger group. And I promise you, sometimes I want to go back and look at something we talked about. And I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling <laughs> and I'm scrolling because... <laughs> We talk almost all day long. <laughs> so T, let me, let me ask you, why do you think, um, and I'll ask a couple of you to answer this question. Why do you think that stereotype exists as it relates to women and women of color, that there seems to be this myth? Um, and I do think it's a myth. You do have some women that can be petty peaches, as I called it. Um, but I, you know, I think you may have that in men as well. But why do you think it is that there, that seems to be so prevalent in terms of the stereotype that women can't, support each other that it's got to be this hey is every man for himself and god for us all type of attitude why do you think that it, that stereotype
5: is out there you you asked me sister soldier the right question um <laughs> and i'm gonna say that because um this is a conversation that's always ongoing in my uh in my career my nine to five um the lack of support or seeming to um uh, be told to us this lack of support of black and brown supporting one another black sisters supporting one another we always putting each other down and I will say um, that stereotype comes from conditions we have been conditioned um, here to believe that the person who looks like me is the person that's going to hurt me the most and so I think um, those stereotypes are built up based on conditions, um, things that that is put out in the media. For example, you don't hear a lot of um, successes when it comes to black owned women businesses, unless you go look for. it, Right. But you hear about all the drama of two black owned businesses. You know, somebody calling somebody out. I did first. You did after me. You know things like that. So I think um, it's all the filters when it comes to Black women and Black-owned businesses. So I do believe it's more so um, mentally we have been just conditioned to believe that we are each other's competition as opposed to each other's support. So I'm going to always um, say to someone, I always use this example, um, here in Texas, we have the state fair, and so at the state fair, when it comes, everyone, you know, you have to purchase your tickets to ride things and stuff like that. And so I had told my older sister one day we were at the fair and you see the long lines at the booth getting the tickets. And I'm going, you know, I, I see these long lines, and immediately, of course, your thought is to get in this line, right? That's where everyone is. So these must be the only open windows. And so I told my sister, I said, why are you standing there? And she goes, because this is the line and everyone's looking at us. And I said, I guarantee if I walk around, there's somebody open in the other window. And I did. And immediately I walked around. Here's the person sitting there waiting for somebody to come up in their line. And I said, this is just what I'm talking about, how we're conditioned to, we see something and we just follow it. We just believe that this is just how it is. This is the way it is. And there cannot be another way around it. And so I, and that's, that's my thought is we just, we are conditioned to do certain things. And that's one of them is to condition to believe that as black women, we cannot support each other.
1: That's really a good, that's a good example. I I do agree with that. I think that you know, there is a lot that perpetuates that. And I think it's a way to keep us down to keep us from being successful, you know, because we all craft. We all do journals. There are other things that we do and we have purchased from each other. <laughs> we tag each other's stuff on social media. Um, So I do agree that I think some of it is just, you know, what we are, are conditioned to believe. Uh, so Melissa, why do you uh, believe that that is something that's up out there? And have you heard that, that a lot, that women don't support other women?
3: Um, I do hear that women, especially black women, do not support each other for the simple fact that we're competing for the same thing. And like T said before, we are conditioned, you know, like if she's doing good, she's my competitor. But most recently I've been hearing on social media, and I hope people are following this, is we can all be doing the same job, the same business and be supporting each other, which we have been doing. So we just need to break that stereotype. We need to break that stigma. We need to break it all and continue to support each other, even if it's just like a follow, a like, a share, you know, inbox someone to tell them how good they're doing. So that's my take on things
1: thank you very much ma'am toya what do you think um and because again like i said i want people to really come away from this understanding that um it's important that we publicly support each other because we want to dispel that myth but also the beauty of the sisterhood of being able to find women who are going to be there and they don't have to be family members right we're, we're not related We don't live in, I don't think when none of us live in the same place, Um, but just the beauty of being able to find women who will say, okay, girl, what you working on this week or how's this going or what's happening at the job? You know, we talk about at this point, we're so close. We talk about way more than just our businesses, but what has finding this type of sisterhood meant to you?
2: Um, It's been a lot to me. It's, it's funny that, you know, there's a stereotype. I, I had this conversation with someone before and I know about the stereotype and you see like some anecdotal things here and there. Um, And there, you know, there's always some truth to stereotypes, but I was telling this person, I was like, I've never experienced that though. It's, it's interesting. Like in my own life, I don't, I've never like my, my friend groups. I don't know. It's just, um, well, I wouldn't say I've never experienced it, so maybe to a lighter uh, version of it, but I find that it's something that is just innate, especially in the Black community and especially with women. It's just something that I believe it comes from a deep-seated, deep-rooted kind of history where Black people in general have to do better um, to just... To just be like on a level playing field, you know, when you're a kid, your grandma, your mom tells you, or your granddaddy tells you that, you know, you got to be twice as good, you know, in this kind of world or whatever. And so like, it's just that black women in general, we're out here fighting for the job we're fighting for the man. I mean, I think we outnumber men by like a couple million or like twice as many or three times as many, like at least black men, if that's what you're looking for. And so everything is a fight, the job, the man, the kids, the, you know, the nice things. And it's just the luxury of it. It's just, it's just really weird, but I'm glad. And I think you tapped on like the, the main word you said, women women so we are like six women I think mature adult women and I find that in kind of and you know I find that in you guys I you know my my baby girl is in her 20s and I know how these 20 year olds that are running around are like and I don't I don't expect a more mature kind of attitude towards others and let's say and not to talk bad about 20 year olds but you know, they haven't grown and matured and have the wisdom to understand that everybody isn't your competition. It takes nothing to plant a seed or to help someone. Um, what I, I forget the saying, but just kind of like, you know, if you help someone, it doesn't take anything away from you, Um you can just help that other person. So that I find in you guys, like you and you, know, you all are very quick if you have a vendor or if you know about something, I mean, Liz, I won't say the word, but um, you know, you guys are quick to say, oh, try this place and try that place. And T goes on her, like her trips um, in her hometown to buy stuff. And she's like taking us around on Zoom or FaceTime on her phone. And it's just like, the 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 help the the not there's no hesitance in helping or s- saying something giving constructive criticism because I know Melissa will call me out in a heartbeat I'm like, oh my gosh like okay th- 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 I haven't done that yet, but I'm okay, especially you Karen too
5: you'll you'll get get on it yeah, like to, I, you <laughs> know and, Cor- yeah. and, and Courtney do it on a slide we'd be like exactly oh. <laughs> okay. Courtney slides in, <laughs> in here. <laughs>
2: But I appreciate that because, like I said, I'm not I'm not very disciplined. So I I need that. And I am an adult enough and mature enough to know that that's something that I need. We had a conversation earlier about going to the gym. I know I'm lazy. I'm too lazy going. to I, I'm too lazy to work out at home. So I would need to go to the gym because somebody's going to have to kick my butt into gear because. I wouldn't do it otherwise, but you know, I'm not. I'm not looking for, <laughs> not looking for hookups at the gym, according to somebody. Oh, you don't want.
1: You don't want us to add that when we um do your checklist. You don't want to add. Have you been? Oh, okay, we won't do that. We, no, we, we won't add that. We won't add that.
5: That's not part of the plan. That's not part of the plan. Well, when the we get off this, morning. when we
1: get off this recording, uh, <laughs> we can talk about adding that. We won't do that to it right now
5: in front of the people.
2: <laughs>
1: no, but. not in front of the people. I'm not
2: in front of the people, but I'm appreciative though.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um I, I guess I'll I'll I won't I will not i will not bore y'all with my answer now. Maybe I'll go last. But Courtney, what have you gotten out of this group? What has this group meant
0: to you? Um, it has forced me to do some things that I honestly wouldn't have thought to do. Um, just a little background story of me about me. I'm originally from Michigan. I've been down here in Metro Atlanta for about five years. So I wasn't, I'm introverted. So socializing really isn't my thing, but just from Liz telling me to go ahead and open my business, do it afraid, to y'all constantly asking me, when you opening your shop, when you opening your shop, when you opening your shop. She said constantly. Constantly. And then just listening to Karen talk about hosting um vendor events and participating in them it really sparked this interest in in me to just go ahead and you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and do it I'm not gonna think about it I'm just gonna do it and pay my fee make my stuff set up and go and I feel like I've been on the go ever since then I sometimes I do second guess myself but that's more from me overthinking. That's just something that I was just like born to do. But now I just find myself just going ahead and going for it without a care in the world. Woohoo. So, funny, Courtney.
1: I mean, I, I feel I like the same I, I think I do too. I think that uh, second guessing is something we all do. And there are times. When I've done it and I can hear you guys in my head, or sometimes it's like, let me do this before Wednesday because I know they're gonna be all over me. <laughs> so I know how you feel. It's like, it's like the night I went live. I was like, y'all, I'm gonna go live before I lose my nerve. And everybody was like, okay, well, we'll be right there, sis, because yeah, y'all would so because everybody knows I show sure love me some audio video, not so much. <laughs> Liz, how about you? What has this group meant to you?
4: What has this group meant to me? A friendship a different type of sisterhood, a venting session. You know, I, oh, you. we even have uh, people that like me that got new jobs while have been with this group. So they know when I was doing my searching and they know when I was side-eyeing, this man got me messed up type of situation. You know, sometimes you have to vent and then professionally you said, no, thank you. But you're telling your sister, they got me, you know, messed up over here. So, um, have been my, my people that listen to my venting, uh, the ones like Melissa, who's, you know, HR ready. Well, have you spoken to them about this? And have you spoken to them about that? No, I speak about nothing. I hate them all, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, um, I go back and forth with, uh, with you guys, because it's like having sisters right there who can just talk to you about anything and you can talk to them about anything. Uh, as far as uh, crafting, I think I probably get 5% <laughs> of the crafting part and more of the sisterhood part. And so, therefore, um, I appreciate that. And But there's always a good idea rolling around. And so it helps. But the biggest thing that I think that I take away is definitely knowing that y'all are there whether I'm venting, laughing, crying, or just being me. So
5: thank you for that. Thank
4: you for being there. You're welcome, T.
1: What about you? What has this group meant to you?
5: Um. Well, for me, I will say um, what you guys have meant to me has, of course, been in these last um, four months in losing mom. Y'all, you know, outside of the the crafting, um, it it meant a lot to know that. I didn't have to deal with the cliche when I would leave the cliche. And what I mean is, um, and we've all experienced loss, but in losing my mom and having to mask in front of everyone and having to, um, you know, hear the cliche words and, uh, you know, everything's going to be okay. She's in a better place, blah, 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 blah. And then when I get in the groups with you guys, it was, okay, we're here, we're there, we, we got it, yes, you know, it was no, well, you know, she's in a better place, it was okay, and so when you get back into the shed and do what your mom has, you know, taught you to do and things like that, so that meant a lot to me because you guys know I had, you know, the anxiety and everything, and you guys did not allow that to stop me from doing you know, what brought us together and that is the crafting and continuing in the business and things like that. So I think more so in these last couple of months, I can truly say, and I have three sisters, biological sisters who I love dearly, but I can now say, um, I have a total of you five and my three. So I can, I can now say I have eight sisters, right. That truly, truly gets me truly, truly love me and, uh, truly care about me beyond just the crafting aspect, beyond the business aspect. And I think that's very important when you are starting out in business or when you do have a business is to find um, somebody or a group of people in our case that it's gonna say, we're here for the good, bad, like we're married into this, we're invested in you so much so that we're gonna be here even when times are hard. You know, We're not just here when you're making a sale, but we're here in those in those um, late night hours, because we've stayed up to two in the morning, you know, um, getting through through the day or through the evening, and we got to shout out our husbands for understanding. On Wednesday night, don't bother us because you already know where we're gonna be. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be on. man, You know what time
1: it is, sir. You, you know what time it
5: is. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's it. Don't don't come don't come bothering saying we're gonna do. You already know Wednesday nights are blocked off. So that's that's what um, this sisterhood has brought um, to me, the comfort and knowing that I have a group of sisters out there that no matter what, I can contact, and, and, and y'all going to get me straight. You're going to get me back right, you know? And I appreciate that more than anything, is to just know that I got people in my corner, you guys in my corner, you know, here to support, truly support, and it's organic it's organic. That's the beautiful thing. This is an organic relationship. It wasn't forced or anything. It just budded organically. You know, I think we were planted in good soil. That's my take.
1: Thank you very much. Melissa, what is the group meant to you?
3: Oh my gosh. So first of all, I love you ladies. <laughs> um, the different perspective. So we come from different backgrounds different states different laws different things are happening with us and I just love the different perspectives you know like even with employment like Liz mentioned before um when Liz was switching jobs we were talking about you know you should try and do this do that you know um for me if I'm having an issue at work or like need a different perspective like how would you handle this you know can you read this email so it doesn't sound too rude because with the quote the, the stigma that we have you know black women emails and tone of voices are like off the walls when they're emailing for work or whatever it is so just knowing that I could bounce stuff like that off um with you ladies is like the best feeling ever um so that's what I gained from the group like the different perspective the different um backgrounds like T doing an interpretation you know I have a newborn not newborn but she's one So T recommended I started doing sign language with her. So I do like a few sign language words with her so she can be aware of it, you know, get in like different perspective from everyone. Um, If she's not feeling well or if someone is not feeling well with the whole COVID situation, like how do we deal with that? Do we all go get the shots? Do we not get the shots? You know, like those are things like you could bounce off of each other and not be judged on it. And I really enjoy and appreciate that from you ladies. Thank you. Oh, I think that
1: was the baby we heard for a second back there. <laughs> From Mama, <Yeah. laughs> we only judge where um, she's concerned. I know, right? Yeah, we judge about the children now. You know, you know how aunties are about their babies. Y'all know how that goes. Um, so we all play the auntie roles as well. <laughs> um, I think for me, I, I have to agree with all of you. This um, has been a true blessing and um, a sisterhood that I, I never thought would be. When we started this, it was just supposed to be about, hey, I'm here to keep you accountable for your work, you know, your side hustle stuff. Um, and it has become so much more than that. You know, I had surgery almost a year ago now. And one of the first things I saw when I got home after they, you know, put me out on the streets at 2 a.m., but that's another story. <laughs> Half able to walk um, was a, a beautiful um, bouquet of flowers that you guys sent to me just to encourage me and to let me know that you all were thinking of me. My husband knew the deal. Yo. He was like, look, bro." learn how to use this messenger, uh, you know, send one of us a message so we know how she's doing because we will come after you. <laughs> so, so to know that there were five women praying for me um, as I went through yet another procedure um, meant a lot. And I, I think like the rest of you, uh, it has become about more than just, uh, hey, what are you working on in your business? It's become about what's happening in your life and how can I help you? How can we help you in your life? And I have really appreciated and love all of you for that. Um, and so I just wanted everybody to meet my girls and to encourage you um, to find your sisterhood. Um, you can, you know, reach out to some people. Um, I know Liz. You when you, she had her um, her vision board, she does it every year for you to do your digital vision board, and she, of course, uh, several of us were on there. And when they heard what she had an accountability group, they were like, "Oh, I, I think I need an accountability partner now." Let me be clear: we are not accepting any more members. of six of us, <laughs> and six is a really good number. You don't want to have too many because you want to be able to interact and keep up with one another. Uh, but if you are interested in uh, starting an accountability group and you don't know how to start that, uh, you can hit me up, and I can at least uh, get you pointed in the right direction. Um, but if you know, reach out to your circle of friends. Reach out um, in groups that you're in. Um, Sometimes it may be people you already know. In our case, it was six total strangers who came together and became sisters. Um, I encourage you to do that. It's really a great way um, to help you when you're feeling down, when maybe you feel defeated because things didn't go the way you wanted it to go. There's nothing like a group of women cheering you on. Um, So that was all we wanted to talk about today. Just a quick one. Um, If there's anything you want to hear us talk about on In My Shoes Today, you know what to do. You can hit me up at KDT at today.com. Again, that is KDT at today.com. You can also check us out See what we're working on at www.inmyshoestoday.com. And when I do the show notes for this episode, I will be sure to put the website addresses for each one of my girls so you can check out the different crafts that they do and patronize. Because remember, part of this is about working with each other and supporting each other. So go to their websites. And if you see anything you're interested in, do purchase from them. I know they will appreciate that. And I know I will too. That's all the time we have for this episode. So until next time. Be blessed.